in Central Texas. Never a dull minute. Uh, Central National Bank, thank you for uh, being our presenting sponsor. Thank you, Brian Fonville, for Executive Vice President, all the great work you do. And as you fight COVID protocols, man, everybody's going into COVID protocols. This man, though, is invincible. He is a reporter, and he's a man that stays out of the protocols because he, uh, he observes and he's all vaxxed up. He is Ed Werder uh, joining us from ESPN. And, Ed, our longtime friend uh, and uh, guy, uh, and you've known that uh, Saints organization as well as anyone over the years, um, a, a wild day. I mean, this is uh, – I think we sometimes think of things in, you know, reference to the Cowboys – so it's always about Sean Payton. Is he going to come to the Cowboys? But now that we have the finality of him stepping away, uh, he didn't. I guess he didn't like the word retirement, but he said uh, it was stepping away from the Saints. It's it's uh, it's pretty stunning now that it's actually happened. At least to me. Well, we we have to recognize. Uh, I think first that the job that Sean Payton did as a head coach in New Orleans at a time when. You know, they were a very dysfunctional failure of an organization and possibly were, you know, going to be moved after Hurricane Katrina. And, you know, he went in there and won 151 regular season games. He's one of 11 coaches in NFL history with at least 150 regular season wins with a single franchise. And eight of the 11 coaches who have done that are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So I think we're talking about a potential Hall of Fame career. The, the way he created offense and, and developed a symbiotic relationship with Drew Brees, and you know they won the second most games of any quarterback and, and head coach in NFL history behind Brady and Belichick and got along better most of the time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, th- this guy, I, and I've had a range of experiences. I, you know, I covered the Saints a lot, and certainly all the way through their Super Bowl uh, championship and had a range of experiences, you know, with Sean, uh, both when he was here and, and when he took over in New Orleans. I mean, you know, he was friends with uh, Kenny Chesney. My relationship with Kenny Chesney came out of Sean Payton having him call me while he was at training camp. Uh, I went to the Saints Super Bowl party at Sean's invitation, and there were other victory parties along the way in New Orleans uh, that I was invited to participate in. And there were there were times when. He wouldn't talk to me. You know, he was upset at ESPN at one point for something that, that was reported about Mickey Loomis. Um, and out of a sense of loyalty to the Saints general manager, he wouldn't talk to anyone from ESPN, even even me, even though he acknowledged we had what he called a friendship. And, and there were times when I reported things, and he called me in the instant immediately afterward to challenge what I had reported. Yeah. Uh, so he was a guy who held you accountable. He paid attention to what you said. Uh, and you better be accurate. And and I appreciate that about him. And uh, so it wasn't always great, but it was always interesting. And I think he did a, a tremendous job. I think he's one of the great coaches in the history of the game. I, I expect he'll be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's I, that's a good way to put it. Um, and, and we saw it up close when he was with the Cowboys. He leaves in 2006. And, and you and I have also – looked at this through the Cowboys lens a lot over the years because there's been times whether it was <clears throat> you know he enjoyed being around his kids more and he was coaching his kids that one season at Bounty Gate you know he had to spend a year out of the league and then he comes back to New Orleans there have at least been two or three times where the Cowboys thing has gotten ro- uh, rolling uh, Ed this certainly seems like a situation where he's going to take a year to recharge but he certainly doesn't want to call this 
a retirement. He didn't rule out the whole media business. Um, is it? I, I guess what I'm saying. Let me just ask it this way: If if Jerry somehow convinced him, and, and, and as you've pointed out, the Cowboys would have to send compensation. That wouldn't that be? Don't do you think that would be really hard for Sean to do almost to New Orleans? Do you think if the Cowboys were going to get him, they would have a better chance? Not right now, but after this next season, or or how do you yeah. how do you view all that? Yes, yeah, so you know, one time not long after Jimmy Johnson's departure, uh, after winning two Super Bowls in Dallas, Jerry Jones um, bragged uh, that the franchise is so uniquely alluring and successful and desirable that the Cowboys can always have the best there is in coaching. That's what he said. And my question was always, well, then why is that so seldom the case? Um, <laughs> but this this does create the opportunity for the timing between the Cowboys, between Jerry and Sean, that's never been right for them to make it work out eventually. Um, is it going to cost a lot? Well, it's going to cost uh, whatever compensation the Saints demand, and I would expect it's going to be more from the Cowboys than anybody else because they're competing with the Cowboys theoretically for the NFC Super Bowl berth. And so they're compromising themselves by allowing Sean Payton to coach in Dallas, presuming it ever gets to that point, of course. Um, and so they're going to demand a lot from the Cowboys from that reg- in that aspect, and also because in their minds they compete with the Cowboys for a certain part of their fan base that overlaps in this general area. So it's going to cost a lot. And then Jerry's going to have to be willing to pay Sean Payton at the very top of the coaching scale. He has seldom believed in paying coaches. That's just not something he has felt was generally necessary to do. He's, has he made exceptions? Yeah, he probably made an exception for McCarthy. Um, and he'd probably do it for Sean Payton. But I think Jerry now, and, and it's, it remains interesting to me that he still has not said, to anyone's knowledge publicly, that Mike McCarthy is coming back. Mike McCarthy won 12 games, won a division title, got bounced in the first round of the playoffs at home. Jerry's upset. Jerry still hasn't said um, that Mike McCarthy's coming back. But I would expect now that his plan will be, all right, Mike McCarthy comes back. Of course he comes back. Well, you never thought about firing Mike McCarthy or making a change. And then if things don't go the way Jerry expects it, he doesn't reach Jerry's goals and expectations, which he didn't do this year and he certainly didn't do last year, then it's possible that Jerry – has an opportunity to go pursue Sean Payton if he's willing to pay all that that's going to take. Do you do you think Sean and Jerry's relationship is such – it's a kind of a funny friendship. They like to play pranks on each other, and that's kind of well-known and, and that kind of thing. And, uh, and, and it's just continued sort of to grow over the years. Sean would probably have as good a feel as anybody, you know, what he would be getting into – but to your point, you were kind of bringing up about McCarthy at all. Would, would Sean demand a level of of say that's a, a lot more like what Bill had? And would Jerry, would Jerry, you know, sort of be okay with that? He certainly has a different personality than Bill, but but he also, you know, he's he's close to Bill, and and he's he's got the, he's had the career now where he could sort of demand something like that. How would you see? That that whole dynamic looking. Well, he was here when Parcells was the head coach. He was on Parcells' staff, and so he knows exactly how Parcells worked with Jerry. 
uh, in addition to having his own relationship with the Jones family, both then and subsequently. So he has a good feel for Jerry's personality, for, you know, Stephen's area, you know, expertise that he offers. He knows what it's like to work for the Jones family. Like, who would have a harder time working for Jerry than Bill Parcells? And and Sean mm-hmm. was right there to see, you know, how each side worked together to, to make that possible and successful to the extent that it was. And so I think – uh, there are some things that Sean would certainly want in terms of control of the roster, voice and personnel, but I don't think those are things Jerry's afraid to give away. I mean, I heard Mike McCarthy, who didn't even have an owner in Green Bay, uh, talk the other day at his press conference about the fact that he's never been more involved in personnel than he's been in Dallas with Jerry and Stephen and Will McClay. Mm-hmm. Are there things that Sean is going to want to change that, you know, and I'm talking about, like, Sean's going to be very detailed in what he wants. I mean, he's going to want, hey, first class, you know, on the plane, team plane goes to, you know, these people. And I want, you know, our families, coaches and players, families, I want them to have some of the best tickets, you know, on Sunday at your stadium. And that's not traditionally what, you know, what the Cowboys have done. So he is going to be in a position to make those kinds of demands. And my sense is that Jerry will be more than willing to negotiate uh, to satisfy whatever it is Sean wants in that regard. I think the money part of it uh, could be challenging. But this, I think this is always something that Jerry and, and Sean have both wanted, and, and this is, represents their best chance for the timing to be what it needs to be. Um, presuming, of course, McCarthy doesn't go out and win the Super Bowl next year. Now, Jerry even has fired a coach after he's won two Super Bowls, so he could even do it then. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair point. And Ed Werder, who's uh, joining us now, was covering the Cowboys uh, back then and and had a front row seat to some of that, and uh, and it's fascinating to watch all these years later. You know, Sean's come after me a few times, and, and you re- you'll recall the one where I was I had reported that uh, he, he had turned down Al Davis, and Al Davis didn't like people reporting that. So Sean asked me to take that out, and uh, I and. But the, the tricky part is, Ed, I, I was told at that time, don't use, you know, don't use anonymous sources. And the, the morning news was all over us about don't use anonymous sources. So while Sean was out of town, and it was before the Internet had really taken hold. I was I was I was basically saying I was reporting all the news saying, according to Sean's wife, Beth, who, by the way, is now his ex-wife. <laughs> but uh yeah yeah you can imagine sean gets back into town sees that and he had words for me and i said there's one way we can get best name off this story sean you've got to go on the record <laughs> i can oh, understand man. his irritation and i have no <laughs> doubt that that's entirely accurate what happened because i can recall at about the same time when sean was interviewing well, i think with the packers and the, and the raiders and the saints uh-huh. were kind of you know, all in there together and pursuing him or, or at least interviewing him for their head coaching jobs. And, and I wrote something just like a note uh, or posted something. I don't know where it was because I don't think there, I wasn't on Twitter back then. Yes, there was a time in my life where Twitter didn't exist, but anyway, I had reported something very brief that if, and it said something like uh, you know, the, the current uh, Parcells and, and the current members of the Cowboys coaching staff are really hoping, you know, that Sean, gets one of these jobs. And I arrived uh, to cover a game in Pittsburgh for the playoffs, and my phone rang it with Sean. And he wanted to know how I meant that. 
Like, did you mean that as if they want the best for me and they want me to have this opportunity because I've worked so hard and I'm so deserving? Or did you mean it like they want to get rid of me and hope I get a job somewhere else so they don't have to put up with me? <laughs> yeah, and, and I even saw that today. Somebody who said they had an insider said something along those lines that at the time Jerry they they said they were trying to say on Twitter Jerry was was very happy and encouraged Sean to leave and I said what what do you mean we're sitting here talking about Jerry pining away for Sean all these years are you telling me he was ready for him to leave and he wanted him out of the organization like this is so people get these stories mixed up over the years so Ed I'm glad you and I are here to sort of uh clear this up now you think you think uh sean come fall if what what are the odds you would put on that sean is on one of the networks as a uh uh in some form or fashion doing tv well he's done it before um he did uh playoff at super bowl guest appearances with us at espn i believe when the was here 11 years ago or so um he's very comfortable in front of the cameras He's um, an incredibly interesting guy. He's very detailed. And I think the thing that makes him the most interesting in that, in that when, he's, when, he's, when he's a television analyst is he's not a league guy. Like you mentioned, you know, being banished by the league for, um, for Bounty Gate and, you know, the way he protested against that. He, so he's not really a guy who conforms to – every league mandate like he will resist it he will contradict it he will criticize people in the league office and and obviously that's very appealing to uh television networks so yeah i i he said you know that's something that he he might have he would have an interest in that he thinks he's good at and i assume like everybody else who's between coaching jobs that's that's what he's most likely to be doing uh during the upcoming season it's funny that you're the first person i thought of when when uh, I, I was reading that latest ESPN story, and it had his quotes in it right before you came on, and uh, it said something about his agent, Don Yee. And, and I always think of you first, because didn't Don <laughs> Yee used to represent you at some point? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of that, because Don Yee represents Tom Brady and Jimmy <laughs> Garoppolo and Sean Payton, and you think of me first. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Don Yee, I just yeah, you're the first guy I thought of, but uh, all right, well Ed, um, I appreciate it, man. I I uh, I you know obviously you and I do this on a weekly basis talking Cowboys, so I try to leave you alone. But when there's big, huge breaking news like this, I had to get you on the radio show. So I really appreciate you doing it. Hey, thanks for the ask. Good to talk to you as always, Mose. Okay, there he goes, Ed Werder. Uh, from ESPN, and uh, 